This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome back to Warsaw Fan TV. The joy and the pain. We've gained a little bit more joy, aren't we? Fan chat, and it's time for the running. So, uh, who have we got with us this week? We got Phil, and uh, we got Super Saddlers Sebs joining us for the first time. So, uh, excellent, good to have you with us. Um, we go to Seb first. Are you as surprised as everybody else? How well we're we doing? Oh, completely, mate. Uh, I remember speaking to you at Mansfield at Arm, and I thought. We were doomed for another 16th place finish, to be honest with you. I thought so we played Crawley, weren't it, on the Tuesday night before that? And I thought yeah. they were absolutely awful. But, yeah, something's changed. I think Sadler's gone believing the whole team. And I think, you know, little changes. I think defensively, I think this is the best we've looked all season. And, you know, we haven't even got our key defenders in, Donovan Daniels and Farkerson. Yeah. Got a really good young defence. And I think it's just a complete change of dimension. Um, the way we're playing, we're playing to our strengths. I think what we do very well at the moment, I think um, we we don't invite pressure, but um, when they get a shot off or something, um, we've got bodies in the way, we'll put some vital blocks in and then... Bodies on the um, line, yeah. Yeah, 100%. And then when we break away on the counter-attack, um, our intent and our tempo is really raised, I think. You know, Hutchinson's getting some better positions... And I think the front two is really clicking at the moment. Jamil Matt and um, Josh Gordon. I think Josh Gordon's outstanding. I think yeah. his work goes unnoticed a lot. But, you know, to answer your question, I just can't believe um, where we are in the league. <laughs> um, at the managers' <laughs> forum, um, they asked Matt Sadler what had changed. Um, they were quite The guy who asked the question was quite critical, really. He said, it was totally rubbish and now we're doing really well. What's changed? Um, Matt Sadler said nothing. We're doing exactly the same, but um, we're not, are we, Phil? No. Well, we're not doing exactly the same because we're winning for a start. So um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, again, I you know back at what Seb just said, I feared the worst, particularly after that spanking we got against um, Newport at home. I, I really did fear that we would fall off a cliff again, like we did uh, last season um, in the in the new year. Um, but yeah, not a bit of it. We've had a, we've had a great run since then. And actually, to be fair, it goes back a bit longer than that. If you look at our form over yeah. the last sort of 15, 16 games, um, it, it's pretty good because uh, obviously we had that we had that run over Christmas where 
um we won five out of six then we we tailed off a little bit we had a couple of iffy results but then picked up again in in recent weeks and got five on the bounce um so we've actually won 10 of our last 16 games which is really good form and a few draws in there as well so what's changed for me is i think confidence is a big thing when you're winning um the team look more confident they look like they know what they're doing we've had a pretty settled team the last few weeks as well uh again agree with what seb said about the defense i think they've been excellent i think that back three complement each other really well um and i think it'd be a brave man to change that uh, even if players do come back from fitness um and i think we've kind of worked out what we're doing in games we're not we're not afraid to let teams have have possession and have the ball um, in areas that don't hurt us and then um we look dangerous on the counter attack when we get the ball we attack with with a bit more purpose and we've got some uh we've got some key players who were who were finding form at the right time so long may it continue as, as if we think back we were i think rightfully so we were questioning whether sadler was the man for us um and people were sort of on the fence sort of i put a poll out and people were saying i'll give him till the end of the season um some as we now were saying sort of have him gone um Ben Boycott came over and um it seems to have completely changed then. So Ben Boycott and the Travella boys, whatever he said to Matt Sadler worked then. Mm-hmm. Um Lee's Lee's always banging on about um just have a go and uh, stop being so negative. And uh, as we've got a comment uh, comment there from Addie Burns. Confidence of everything in a young squad that obviously helps, and as you say, not not being worried to let the opposition have the ball because Doncaster knocked the ball around very well, and their manager was saying they controlled the game, but we let them control the game. They had the ball in their half, passing it round as much as they like. As soon as they came near us, bam, the swarm attacked them, and uh, we were back on it again. Yeah, I thought the I thought the only period of the game yesterday where we lost a little bit of control was the first sort of 10, 15 minutes of the second half, where I thought we we did let them have a little bit too much of the ball and a little bit too much of the ball inside our half, and that, obviously they got the equaliser in that period, which was a good goal to be fair. It was a, it was a nice cross excellent and a, finish, excellent and a good finish. So I don't think we did too much wrong. Liam Gordon maybe got a bit narrow and, and didn't get out to the winger, but um, in the first half, I mean, yeah, I mean Doncaster looking to play the ball out from the back. But how did the first goal come about? First goal came about because they tried to play out from the back. Liam Gordon intercepted it, whipped a great crossover and uh, and Gordon did the rest. So, yeah. yeah, and then I thought that the longer the second half went on, the more we the more we pushed, the more we pressed them and the more we the more we stopped them playing out and the more chances we created as a result. Yeah. Um, just one message here. Um, how Paul is well. How's MJB said? So uh... Yeah, he's all good, yeah. He still comes to the old games. Um, but now, yeah, he's still ticking along. He's uh, waiting for it to warm up, probably, isn't he? That's uh... Yeah, yeah. He always winds on how cold it is at the game. So, yeah, he'll be looking forward to them summer games coming up. I think we all will. <laughs> <laughs> um, we haven't got Lee here with us this week. But um, seven wins out of 11 games will get us past the 75-point mark. If we won the next... 11 games, we get third. Third is a bit of a dream, isn't it? Yeah, that's dreaming, I think. <laughs> that's that never, a... Yeah. But you never know, because the thing, like Stockport are slipping up, aren't they? Mm. Um, 
so we, it's it's not completely gone, but I'm still happy. I've, I've said all along that if we're in the playoff shake-up, I'll be happy. It'd be a good season. Cause it, there's nothing worse than not being involved in the end of the season. That's the uh, the frustration thing. Um, as David Poyce saying there, having more pace in the team is uh, is a big thing, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think when we go forward, um, we're tapped with pace. I think, like I mentioned earlier, I think Josh Gordon, some of the running needles um, on and off the ball, you know, some, I remember one on Tuesday night, I think we nearly scored off it. He made a little run down the wing and um, I think it was Adeboy who got shot off. Um, yeah. yeah, really good. And, you know, like I said um, earlier, I think we're just playing with a bit more tempo and a bit more conviction going forward, which is all you need. I mean, Trevello winds on about this front foot football and this is what we're seeing at the moment. Um, wish we could have seen it a little bit before because um, we could have been in around the top three if we could have been playing like this a little bit earlier on, but I'm not complaining. Five wins on the bounce. Pretty decent. <laughs> no, it is. This is normally a marathon, isn't it, Phil, when we have... <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, there's been ones we've done in the past where being positive has been a lot more difficult than it is at the moment. Yeah. So let's... Uh, yeah, let's let's hope it let's hope it keeps going. I mean, the, the big thing for me as well. I mean, talking about one of the things that's changing, and the one the big thing that's changed for me is I'm enjoying going to the football again. I mean, we have yeah. sat through some absolute dross over the last few years. Let's be honest, you know. And I was getting a little bit fed up with um, you know trying to support certain certain individuals who are absolutely burgling a living as professional footballers. We've actually got a team now that that. I think we've got a lot of decent players in that team. We've got young players who can get better. I know some of them are on loan, but they're doing a great job. Everyone's together. You can see everybody's, everyone's giving it everything they've got. Um, and that's getting us a long way at the moment. Plus, as I say, a bit, bit of quality as well, a bit of extra quality in certain areas, key players um, hitting form at the right time. Uh, and I've and I've really enjoyed the last few games, you know, back at back the home, the atmosphere at the home games the last few weeks has been excellent. Um, particularly evident when we went um, one nil down against Accrington. The reaction yeah. of the fans was fantastic. There was no booing. There was no nothing, none of that nonsense. They just started chanting, get behind the team. And the same again when Doncaster equalised yesterday. There's a there's a togetherness at the moment with the team and with the fans, and uh, and that can only be a good thing. Absolutely. I think we we did criticise Matt Sadler previously because he wasn't using the bench. Uh, it seems now that he's got more confidence in the guys on the bench. Like to bring Malfile and DJT on, he's got more confidence in them. And maybe the guys were there before and he just didn't somehow want to give them the chance, didn't it? Like Ram, we thought Ram could have done with more minutes. Um, mm -hmm. And he just didn't want to give him the minutes. He says of Joe Folks that he's monitoring his, his game very closely. And, um, He's been very careful the way he uses him. But, I mean, Joe Folks, we know, he's very frustrated because he's just not had any football. After two years playing for Kiddie and playing every week, he's, like, hardly had a kick. So, uh, after such a big gap, um, him coming into the team would be a challenge for him. But he, he has a couple of cameos recently. So, he's yeah. showing that he is getting him involved now, which is better. When DJ comes back... I'm thinking because we are we are in the next uh, in the next eleven games playing more of the teams that are down the bottom than they are at the top. 
and it is likely that Warsaw are going to be having more of the ball and um, and attacking teams more, and they'll be sitting in trying to defend. So is that when DJ comes into his own? What do you think, Seb? Well, at the moment, you don't change a winning team, do you? I think, like I said before, I think the two up front we got, um, I've been a big critic of Jamil Matt, to be honest with you, with his time at Warsaw, but I can't fault him at the moment. Um, his work ethic's outstanding and he's winning his headers a bit more now, which we haven't seen for, you know, since he's signed with us. But, you know, I love DJ. I think he's, you know, he's a natural goal scorer, which he, it's really hard to, you know, teach a player to get into the right place at the right time to score. So I think he's outstanding in that. But at the moment, you you can't drop Josh Gordon and Jamil Matt. I think they're both playing no. outstanding. But he's another option, isn't he, DJ? Um, offers something different for us. So, yeah. I think um, the people that booed Jamil Matt when he was brought on as a substitute, um, they'll probably be feeling really bad now. Because um, that was out of order yeah, at the time. And now, mm -hmm. now he's playing so well when we can see what a fit Jamil Matt looks like. Yeah. It's almost embarrassing that anybody booed him. Yeah, I think he's a good leader as well. I mean, ever since he's been given the, the captain's armband, I think we've won five on the on the trot. So, yeah, I think he's a good leader to look up to in the dressing room. You know, we've got some young lads in there. Um, the back three, for example, you know, I think our oldest centre-back is Tyler Allen. He's in his 23-odd, so 23, you know, he's a yeah. good leader, good experience, and, yeah, credit to him. Yeah, he's like where Donovan Daniels was playing three positions playing centre-half, cam and centre-forward almost. Um, Jamil Matt is uh, our best centre-half, isn't he, at set-pieces? Oh, well, he wins everything. Unreal. Um, question from Rob Holden about Alta. Yes, he has had a setback. Um, hope he's going to be available for the running. Because, again, if there's a game where we need to break a team down, um, his pace coming on late on is uh, going to be a big credit to us, I think. Um, again, I think, as you say, keeping the winning team, but DJ coming off the bench is another possibility. But the question I asked at the manager's forum was with the Priest and Donovan Daniels injured and the back three doing so well, when they're fit, do you keep the shirt if you're doing well or does the senior plough come in? Now, um, Nigel Clough... He's very clear that he's got, these are my starters, these are my backup players. And when the starters are ready, he'll just put them straight back in. Uh, I asked Matt Sadler that question, but he sort of skipped it really and said the, they were both, uh, both the Priest and Daniels were a while away. So he didn't have that decision to make yet. But that's, that's a, that could be an unsettling thing. We now, we talked about... Jackson Smith had done well and then he brought Owen Evans back in and that seemed like the wrong thing to do. And um, the booing of, or rather, the calling for the red card for our own player was ridiculous. And they did talk about that at the manager's forum. For me, that was more about Sadler than Owen Evans because... The, the average fan knew that that was the wrong decision to take Jackson Smith out. 
Yeah. So um help is learnt from that. Help is learnt from that. The um it's crossed. So as far as players wise, um Jamil Matt has obviously had a big impact. Um who else do you think is sort of made the biggest impact to the team in the last uh, two months. Phil? You can oh, okay. yeah, I'll go first. Um, I think Jack Earring's been superb since he came back from injury. Uh, and I like the fact that he's now playing not as a CDM, as in a more advanced role. I think that I think that midfield three of Comley, Hutchinson and Earring works really well. Comley as well, I think people are starting to realise the job that he does and how important the job is that he does. I think he's coming for a lot of unfair stick over uh, over the course of the last few years, um, but I think he's really upped his game this season, and I think he's been he's been excellent. Um, and uh, agree with agree with what Seb said about the forwards, Jamil Matt. I was as well. I, I wasn't his biggest fan, um, but I think he's been a hell of a lot better in recent weeks. Him and Gordon are forming a good partnership. Um, DJ will have, his, will have his part to play, so will Ote. Um, you know, there'll be there'll be certain situations where they'll they'll need to come on. Um, and obviously, what what you get with DJ is is a little bit more, perhaps a little bit more guile, a little bit more finishing quality than, than Gordon gives you. But you will lose the the pressing and the chasing and the intensity that he plays with up front. So, yeah, we've got we've got, but it's good that you've got different players that have got different qualities. You, you need that in a squad. Um, yeah. And they'll they'll have their part to play, no doubt. Um, to Seb Jackson Smith, do you think his inclusion in the team is a coincidence that we're now doing a lot better since he's been in, or do you think he's had an impact on that? Well, I think ever since Jackson Smith's come back in, or whenever he's played, really, I think the defence just looks a lot more calm. I mean, Evans, I think. I think a lot of people forget Evans, how good he was for for us a little bit. I think he made some really important saves of his spell with us. I mean, I think he had 16 clean sheets last season, so pretty impressive. I mean, remember Salford away as well with Evans. I mean, he kept us in that game. He basically won us the game. So, yeah. I think people need to remember Evans has done some decent stuff for us. But you got to pick your keeper in form. And Jackson Smith, I think, is a bit more commanding. Um, he does drop a few few clangers at times, which he hasn't been punished for yet. But I think his whole presence, his distribution, it's a lot better. And I think um, the way we want to play and set up, I think Jackson Smith's uh, number one, hundred percent. And yeah, I think ever since he's come in, I think he's had a real good impact on the team. Yeah, I think I agree with that. He has an energy to him, doesn't he? He has an mm-hmm. energy yeah. to him. The Owen Evans last season was very, very good. But this season, it doesn't seem himself. It's not quite been uh, the same level. And the frustration of him holding on to the ball when we're trying to counter-attack was just sort of winding everybody up. And Jackson Smith, generally, <coughs> is sort of getting that ball out. Um, as you say, he has had a few clangers um, where he's got lucky. Um, yeah. But maybe it's his energy that sort of uh, keeps him there sort of thing. Maybe he's got to be careful of. I did speak with his dad because um, the the criticism of Jackson Smith is that he doesn't come out and claim the ball enough. But he said that when he was at Kettering, he came out and grabbed everything. Maybe it's just getting used to the team and uh, getting more minutes 
So uh, maybe that will come for him. Maybe that will come. Um, question from James Evans, sort of off subject a little bit. Do you think we'll be able to keep hold of Hutch in the summer window? Phil? Uh, I think uh, in answer to James's question, I think we'll struggle. I think there'll definitely be teams in for Hutch, 100%. Uh, if you look at his numbers this year, they've, they've gone up massively from previous seasons. His consistency has improved. Um, and I think he's going to be up there for player of the season this year. Um, and I think, what is it, 12, 13 goals and a number of assists. So people will look at his people will look at his stats and they will he will be um he will be being monitored by several clubs i'm sure um i know he's under contract for next season so at least if he does go we'll hopefully get a decent fee for him but obviously we all want him to stay i, I think he's he's getting better all the time um and hopefully we can um you know we can we can sort of look to keep building a team around him going forward but yeah i, I would imagine that there'll be a, there'll be teams higher up who will be eyeing his progress very carefully and if a if a decent bid comes in for him then yeah i think we'll we'll probably struggle to keep him i think maybe the the only way to keep him is if we got promoted i guess that would help yeah but it could still go couldn't he said yeah i think like um phil said i think his numbers and his assists i think got 10 goals six assists this season you know it's pretty good um for an attacking midfielder it's what you expect um, but yeah, he shows the quality. I think if he, if he was a bit more consistent, he wouldn't be playing in this league, to be honest with you. He's really good technically. Um, I'd still at times like to see him take hold of a game, take him by the scruff of the neck and win us a game at times. But, you know, he's our most creative player. And yeah, I think we're going to struggle to keep him in the summer. I think uh... Doncaster did well to keep him quiet on Saturday. He didn't get a touch, did he? Hardly touch mm. compared to normal. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I think we that's a great. That's, I think that's a great point Seb just made. I mean, I was looking at this like, for example, when we're two 0 up at home against a team like Morecambe. That's the sort of period where I want to see Hutch like running the game. We're at yeah. home. We're two 0 up. We should be dictating the game, and he had a really sort of quiet period for 15 minutes where you didn't really see him i think periods like that in a game is where he should be like seb said dominating the show with the quality yeah. that he's got and people are definitely uh scared of him as uh, as you probably saw on the the match preview i had with chal he was uh he was very positive about uh hutch he even said he wanted them to sign him right i, I did sort of correct him that his chances the likelihood of him going to Doncaster is fairly uh, fairly remote. Yeah, but uh, we'll move on from that. Um, John Fletcher comment. Uh, what's changed for me is the little tweak in not playing two CDMs. So having earring back in the team, and um, we've got that attacking impetus now, haven't we? Because Hutch, Hutch was largely on his own, wasn't he, in, as far as creating? But having earring alongside him um, has given us a more attacking element, I think. That's fair to say, I think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, agree with that. Um, what just catching one of your comments? It's been such a long time as Saddlers. We're all united as supporters and backing the lads. The atmosphere has been brilliant. All we ever want to see is the lads putting the effort in. Well, they're certainly doing that, aren't they? And uh, next one we got. Can I mention Alan? He's Tyler Allen. He's done so well since he came in. Really maturing. Had his critics, but I rate him. Well. I did put on Twitter my apologies because I couldn't understand why he got a contract. 
and um and now I feel embarrassed that I doubted him because the striker turned winger turned wing back turned centre off. He, he's found a position that he's absolutely bossing. So um a big player for us, and I think a contract extension is on the way for him, I would think. Um thinking about our challenges. What's our biggest challenge going into the running? Um, 11 games. We have, in the past, done okay against the teams at the top and struggled at the teams lower down. So um, how can we correct that and um, keep things going? And uh, what could potentially mess us up? We go to Seb first. Um, I just think we've got to keep taking every game as it comes really one game at a time and you know I think um, if we can even get a few more wins on the road I think we're going to be up there I think our home form is excellent so yeah I think like you said we struggle against the lower teams I mean we've got Forest Green Saturday I think that could be a potential slip up but to be honest with you the way we're playing we shouldn't fear anyone at the moment I think no. we've got the right basis of an excellent team going forward but you know, like I said, we've just got to take each game as it comes, really, and you know, to keep getting them wins on the board. One game at a time. That's the that's the thing. Phil, same. Yeah, I think our biggest challenge is going to be keeping the form going that we're currently showing uh, over the next eleven games. That that is going to be tough to do. But um, what I hope doesn't happen is is if we lose again, because I I think let's face it, we'll probably lose again at some point soon. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't mean that in a negative way. I'm just saying we, you know, this this can't Not go on rare, this run. Um, there will come a point where there will come a point where it hits the buffers in some way and, and we, we lose a game. And I just hope we hold our nerve if we do lose a game and that Sadler doesn't, you know, throw the baby out with the bathwater and doesn't, you know, go and make sweeping changes and, and, and you know, use it as an excuse to bring certain players back in, possibly. I don't know. Yeah. I just think we need, you know. The, it's working at the moment and it's proved that it's working over a substantial period of games. So if we do lose, I hope he holds his nerve and he just, he just, you know, sticks to what's been working and, and, and we, we go again and we, we hopefully put another run together because uh, it is going to, you know, it, it's the running is always tough. You know, we, we are down to the bare bones in certain areas as well. There's not a lot of cover defensively. Um, I don't know what, um, you know, if, if a couple of the current centre halves got injured, I don't know what we'd do. Who would? Yeah. Um, I don't know whether there's any any chance of us bringing um, Evan Weir in or rolling in. I don't know. I don't, I'm not yeah. sure what the situation is there. Um, I suppose we could we could pull rolling back, couldn't we, Ronin? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I suppose there's, there, there there could be options there, but um, yeah, that that would be my that would be my biggest thing. Just just um, you know, if if we do have a couple of indifferent games, a couple of indifferent results, don't you know, don't hold your nerve, don't make wholesale changes. Just keep going with keep going with what's working at the moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, just coming back very briefly to the Hutch question, um, as a replacement for Hutch, if he was to go, um, we've got Ram. And uh, Jamie Jellis, haven't we? I think Jamie Jellis yeah. is perhaps more of a box-to-box, more of a hutched kind of player. Could um, Jack Earing slip into that role? We don't yeah, think, think about Jack that. Yet, do we? I think Jack Earing's more of a link player. I think he can do 
a lot of the defensive stuff and he can link the play going into midfield. I mean, um, that pass for uh, was it Adeboyega's goal against Morecambe and uh, one into Jamil Matt, I thought, yeah. outstanding. I think, it's like we said earlier, I think Jack Evans has been a massive um, role to play and with us um, going on for. I think we've only lost once with him starting. Um, yeah. I think that's Stockport away, so yeah, he's been outstanding, Jack Evans has. Outstanding. Yeah. So uh, there's possibilities there. Uh, Matt Sadler talks about sort of it's a project that we're still building. So uh, they're, they're sort of trying to keep a, a lid on it and not get carried away, which I think naturally people will get carried away. We've sort of moved into the playoff picture. But we need to remember the the chasing pack is very close. Um, a lot of those have got to play each other which will sort of help us to create a bit of a gap if we keep winning. But there's still plenty of football to play yet if we're going to make the playoffs. Any talk of third, I think, is probably uh, a bit of a, <laughs> a bit of a question. And, um, yeah, I think Phil's spot on. An injury to a centre-half now would be a massive blow for the season. Um Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. In the midfield, we've got coverage. We've got coverage in the middle and, uh, and up front. We've got cover coverage. Um, DJ's back on the grass with his boot off. Um, so we're, so that's an option there. Um, the priest, I spoke to priest brief the priest briefly after the game, and he said he was pretty much ready to go, or nearly, he's not far away. But he said, I don't think they need me at the minute, which is uh, which is fairly fairly good comment from a from a player. So uh, so that's nice. Yeah. Um, what's the next comment we got on here? Let's have a look. Come on, Phil. We're going to win the next 11. That's Lee. He's, he says he couldn't make the show and now he's he's on it. <laughs> we can't win the next 11, surely. If we if we win if we win the next 11, I'll buy Lee's season ticket for next season. <laughs> well, uh, we haven't. Brody. Brody is... Uh, I've lost my thing now. Hang on. Brody's saying he's going to run round in his pants if we get third. So, uh, there's all... I don't know where he's going to run around in his pants. He hadn't sort of specified that. But um, I think we don't want him running on the pitch because he'd get banned, wouldn't he? I can't find my notes now. With uh, our next six games, let's just get it up on here, it'd be easier. Our next six games, we need to sort of replicate what we've been doing, haven't we? My preparation has gone out the window, hasn't it? Let's have a look. 
I do prepare for these things. Here it is, a great name. So, Doncaster, three points, nice. Forest Green Rovers away, Barrow at home, Colchester away, Swindon at home, MK Dons away. So, how many points are we going to get from this twelve? From this uh, from this six games, we got thirteen from the last six. So, uh, from this six, how many can we get? We've already got three. I was going to say, so you've, you've already included the three from Doncaster in that. Yeah, we've got the three from Doncaster. We'd have we're after twelve points, I reckon. All right, we get so twelve points. So we've got three from Doncaster. So what do you reckon? Uh, right, I'm just, I'm just, I've just, I'm, I're just, i have just, I've got my pad out here going on. I'm just, I'm just. Okay, we are, we, we're getting yeah. all technical now. Forest Green Rovers away. Would we be happy with a point? Could be one of that. I think their <laughs> game's tougher than what they speak. I think, I think Forest Green are fighting for their lives. They'll be up for it. So I won't be happy of a point, but you know, still keeps the unbeaten run going. I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I think I think fear anyone. No, but I think I think Forest Green um, under Cottrell, a different proposition to what they would have been a few weeks ago. He'll have them organised. Yeah. He'll have them fighting. You know, he knows what he's doing. Cottrell, he'll have them organised. He'll have them fighting for their lives. I know that. I think they lost yesterday, but I did, am I right? Did they beat Wrexham last week, or did Wrexham equalise right uh, at the end? Or Wrexham equalised late on, didn't they? Yeah, but I I know that. Um, yeah, not to be underestimated. And the same for Colchester. They're going to be fighting for their lives as well. So there's going to be no easy pickings there. Barrow next Tuesday is a big game. Um, you know, they've had a couple of postponements recently. So I think they've got they a couple of... they on the bounce though, haven't they? Barrow? Yeah, but as I say, they've, they've, they've lost a few games and they've had a few games called off. So we've gone above them. They've still got a couple of games in hand on us. So if we can get three points against them, that would be a that would be a, a really big win. Um I'll, I'll go for ten points from the next five, Simon. That that keeps, but that, you'd be happy that with ten. Yeah, well, that keep that keeps our current form going. We're, we're averaging two points a game over the last sort of yeah. 15, 16 games, and that'll that'll keep that going. If we get ten from the next five, I'd be I'd be happy with that. Yeah, yeah. I'll I think, think about twelve. Think... Sorry, oh, sorry. Go on. Go on. Uh, yeah, I think about ten. Uh, I think Barrow's going to be our toughest game. But we don't ever seem to get results over Barrow. I remember yeah. a few seasons ago when Josh Gordon scored last minute. The game this season away was absolutely dreadful. Um, but no, Bar Barrow, good side. But we've got some winnable games in there. MK Dons away as well. That'd be a tough one. But yeah, around yeah. 10 points, that'd be excellent return, really. Yeah. Excellent. I think, yeah, for me, I was hoping for 12. Lee, of course, is saying 18. <laughs> I'm loving his optimism. I'm loving his optimism. It, I think if we were to win the six and get 18 points, then we are properly looking at top three, aren't we then? Yeah, we, well, we would be, yeah. We'd be on the fringes, yeah. yeah. We'd be on the yeah. fringes of top three, which, bear in mind, sort of, uh, what is it, eight days ago, we were 16th. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about how many teams we've got to go past, and then suddenly... We're sort of uh, flying past them all. That's uh, it's mad. Yeah, I think against the top teams, we've done very well at home. So that Barrow is a very key game. Um, if we get three points against the Barrow, not lose against Forest Green, not lose away to Colchester, Swindon at home, 
we need to they're, be. Uh, they're struggling a bit, really, but it's we again. Need... Yeah. And then uh, MK Don's away. That's uh, again looking for another point. That would be twelve. Win at home, draw away, twelve points. And that would set us up nice for the last six, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's a bit crazy. This is to have, uh, have all this, all this. Uh, um, I don't really want to say the word joy, but it is. Um, joy's returned, hasn't he? Yeah, it's, it's just that. Yeah, it, I think we, we both said right at the start. I don't think either of us or any of us on here thought that we'd be. You know, talking about a playoff push at the next at the next um, fan chat from where we yeah. were at the last one and from where we were, um, you know, five or six games ago. It's just great to be in this position. So, yeah, I just hope we we, we keep it going. Uh, I knew he was going to come up with this one. Lee he was talking about this at Harry. It wasn't he about winning <laughs> away on the twenty seventh. Yeah, um, yeah. Let's let's hope it is. Uh, let's hope it, it there is something on the game. Um, you know, or, or you know, maybe we might even be you know. If, if uh, if Lee's optimism comes true, maybe we 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 might you know we might be safe in the playoffs by then. Lee, who knows? I don't know. But uh, for now, I'm just I'm just happy that we're we're in with a shout. We're on good form. We seem to have hit form at the right time, which I think is crucial. There's always a there's always a couple of teams every year. There's always a couple of teams that come a bit come up on the rails and come late into the playoffs and put themselves into the playoff picture. And let's hope that that's us this year. That and, well, and I we think it does, it. Does seem does seem like it's us, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, there, one person that we're very happy after Saturday's result would be Adam Davey from the uh, Warsaw Foundation because every time they get the kids in, 1,500 kids, every time they get the kids in, we get beat. So um, I think we won the last one and then we won again today. So that's that's good for future Saddlers fans um, to sort of see whether we can get them back because um, – we're going to need them, aren't we? We're going to need them. As uh, as I said on the manager's forum, the club is going forward. The building blocks are in place. Things are moving. And as we said on the fan chat, yeah, we get all that. But how about the team? And now the team are starting to kick into gear and, uh, and moving in the right direction. It's great, isn't it, really? We're loving it. Two points a game from now will be 76. That was fifth and sixth last year. And with how condensed the league is, that could give us uh, even higher. But as we say, with the Hutch situation, we've got to really get up. And this is a problem we've had in the past. If Walsall have a good season and don't get promoted, all the best players get pulled away. But Traveller have been a bit smart, haven't they? We've got players signed up for next season. So we get players signed up for next season. So they're not going to just be able to just pull our players out for free, pretty much. Um, we were about to finish, but we've got Lee's beard. Hello, Lee. Hello. Evening. How are we all? He did say that if he came on, he was going to just say nothing for an hour and just grin because he was saying he was right. <laughs> so uh, what do you think, Lee? Uh, it's been fantastic, hasn't it, the last five games? But I think it's been coming all season because, let's face it, um, League Two, I don't think it's as good as what a lot of people before the season started is. I think probably, in my opinion, you've probably got Mansfield, Stockport 
are the two teams that play the better football. Yeah. And then Wimbledon and Barrow have been the two teams so far that have bullied us into sort of getting wins over us. But week in, week out, going home and away, I haven't been overly impressed with anybody else. And I think there's about 15 teams. That's all, all of the very muchness. So I think it just comes down to who wants it the most, who gets the bit of look of the run of the green, and who's got that bit of quality. And I think with players we've got now, Earring, Hutchinson, we have got that quality. And also in our front sort of positions, we've got quality with Gordon, Jamil Matt, Fal, DJT, and even DJ when he comes back. So there's no fear for me. Last 11 games, no fear. If we win them all, great. If we don't, we don't. But let's go and have a go and... I don't think anybody in the, in the remaining games we've got left really will want to play us, especially at home. Because I think you saw Saturday, that atmosphere Saturday was absolutely fantastic. That's the best I've seen it down the best got for years. Yeah, it's, it's, it's right at the very start. It's it's a pleasure to go again now. It's not like not like visiting an elderly relative. It's a, it's a fun time to go, isn't it? Well, it is. And I think even going to Forest Green on Saturday, I think you'll see... We'll, we'll sell out our allocation of tickets there. And the atmosphere, again, will be electric like it was at Harrogate. And I think that's going to be a key part to these remaining games as well. Because I think that helps the team so much. Even if they're having a bit of a, a bad 10, 15 minutes, the way the fans are just non-stop singing and just the encouragement and the positivity coming from home or away, I think that just spurs the players on to get that extra 5-10% out of them. And I think that's what's going to be key in these remaining games. And I can't see us not making the playoffs now because I think we've got it in us. I think the belief is there. Even if we're losing a game, I can see them just going in the 94th, 95th minute. But you can just see it in the players. They want it so much. And I think that's the biggest difference this year, the way the players really want it. And um, I think Matt Sadler needs to get some credit for that, doesn't he? He's got, yeah. the team, got the team together. We were critical of Matt Sadler, but the long game and uh, keeping faith with the manager is uh, starting to pay off. Yeah, I'll put my hands up to that, Simon. I mean, sort of throughout the season, I've been questioning him and saying I don't think he's up to the job. The last two two months, at least, he's proved me totally wrong. And he has, I think, he's developed and improved so much. I think. The players have helped him out a great deal. But when you're the head coach, I think it's your man management style and you can see the players want to play for him. So that gets you a long way. I mean, at the end of the day, you do need to have some technical ability and be good. But the fact that they are a team and they're all fighting for each other, they're throwing the, the bodies on the line to put blocks in and you can just see when they defend and they don't concede a goal, they're celebrating and when they go down the other end and sell and get a goal, they're all celebrating. There's not yeah. like just an individual or individuals. It's a whole team collective. And that can take you so much further than you really realise. It's the, the whole squad is that much together. And that's what's going to get us over the line in the end. Yeah. Um, Seb, are you uh, sharing that confidence now? You think we can uh, get there? Oh, 100%. Um... It's like the saying, the beliefs there. And I think if you've got that in a team, you know, I play football, and um, if you believe in everyone's ability in your side, you're going to go far. Um, and yeah, I think, like I said, credit, credit to Sadler. Um, I've had his doubts as well, but 
he's really got this team playing at the moment. I think um, he's been lucky a little bit. I mean, um, Jackson Smith had to come back in at Crawley because Owen Evans got suspended. Few injuries to the back line, which I wouldn't have seen him making. But you need that looks up sometimes in football, and yeah. you know credit credit to him. Um, sadly, I think yeah, he's he's got us going. Yeah, I think a big thing for Sadler, I've mentioned it a few times already on the channel. When we went to Notts County, he put Tom Knowles onto their guy. I'm just Jody Jody Jones. Jody yeah. Jones ran everything, runs everything for Notts County, and Tommy Knowles just stopped him playing. And um, so tactically, I don't think Matt Sadler's as naive as perhaps some thought he was. Um. We have criticised him for his subs, but as we said earlier on, he's using that bench better now. He's got more confidence in the bench. I think he just hadn't had confidence in the bench. Yeah, I don't think he wanted to blood um, Ronan Mayer because of his age, really, because he's already a very young squad. But the minutes that Ram's getting um, at Rushall, he's going to be ready for the first-team squad next season. Um, Joe Fawkes not had much game time, but he's going to be closer to the first team next season. Jamie Jellis, he's coming through as well. So what they were saying on Thursday about building the project and uh, it's a building process, um, it's it's looking good. But uh, oh, so, Sorry, sorry. On that as well, I think I heard it earlier. I think Ben Bycott and Travella have probably got to take a lot of credit. Obviously, we don't know what's been said behind closed doors. But I got a fit, I would guess probably he had a word with Sadler and the coaching staff and just said, look, I've got your backs. As long as you go out and you give it a good go, and we are giving it a good go, if we lose, we lose together and we win together. But what I'll do is I'll back you. And as long as you're playing football and you're having a go, I'll back you. And I think that's what's sort of... Because I think like you said earlier, I think from the Notts County game onwards... Sort of the shackles have come, I'm not saying they've come off totally, but I think Matt Sadler just looks a lot more freer and a lot more animated. There's been times when we've been on here and I've said to you, he's hardly moved down that sideline. I mean, against Harrogate, I thought he'd been on the old sugar because the, the, the energy he had on that sideline and he was like getting the players going and he just feeds. Like, if, if the players can see him being that energetic, they'll be energetic as well. It just that. It's one of them things, isn't it? If you see your managers that like in within it, emotional and yeah, showing it, it gives you that. So I think, like I said, we'll never know what Ben Bycott actually said to Sadler and the team. But I've got a funny feeling he, he probably said, "Let's go out and let's have a go. If we lose, we lose. But if we're going to lose, let's at least lose having a go and having a yeah. go, and having a good go. And whatever happens, I'll back you." And I think that's what's happened. And I think that's probably done Matt Sadler and the players the world of good. Because especially when you've got younger players, if you can give them that bit of backing and that confidence and just tell them to go out, enjoy the football, which they are doing, because you can see they're all enjoying it, and have a go. And that, and that's what's happening at the moment. And we're getting the results. And then, yeah, if we lose the next couple of games, so what? We'll go again. There's nobody yeah. to fear in this division. We'll, we'll, we'll make it. And just going back to Phil for a second playing football yourself momentum and morale is just everything isn't it in football yeah absolutely yeah i mean playing football myself yeah thank you reference to my uh limited career in local club football but yeah um, i think when you're uh, when you 
it's not a, it's not a difficult formula to work when you're winning and when confidence is up you can't wait for the next game and you can't wait for training and you're buzzing and you, and you're ready to go every week uh and that and that is evident at the moment you can see there's an energy there's a confidence about the team um and and that and as i say i think that it's been a bit of a slow burner this season but that that's been a massive change in the team in, in recent weeks we've we've got a settled team a settled formation they look like they know what they're doing they they know when to let teams have the ball, when to press, when to you know when to counter attack. Um, everything's just coming together at the right time. But but yeah, confidence. And the other thing I, I didn't say earlier on, which I think has been a, which has been a big uh, thing, is that there is competition for places in certain areas in the team, and you've got to have that. That is a really healthy part of any of any squad that's being yeah. successful. We talked about the Jackson Smith and Owen Evans thing earlier. Um, you know. In fan chats earlier on in the season, we talked about what a good signing Ryan Sturk has been and how well he played in the first half of the season. He can't get a game at the moment because Conley's been excellent. Um, Ross Tierney um, showed a lot of promising signs in the, in the early part of the season. He can't get a game at the moment because Jack Earing's been superb since he came back in. So there's, there is, I know we're, we're perhaps a bit stretched in certain areas, but there is competition for places. Same with the defence. You know, I, I agree. You know, with what Seb said earlier on, maybe Sadler did get a little bit lucky with some of the injuries, and he was almost forced to put these three together. But now that they've got, you know, they've got such a good understanding at the back that Priestley and Donovan and um, uh, I know McKenzie's out, but when they are fit, they're going to struggle to get back in this season because they're playing so well. So. That competition for places as well, it's a good thing and, it, and it's bringing the best out of certain players because they know that they've got to stay on their game because there are other players that can step in and do the job if they don't. Um, so it's it's all positive at the moment. And um, yeah, you can really see that that energy and that confidence in the team. Um, com comment there from John Sadler. It's the fans have sort of stepped up as well, I think, because we're going for it more. Um, the fans can see that. The fans can see the positive mindset, and they get they get behind that. Um, there's a couple of tactical things I'm sort of liking because if we go back a few months, how many times has a ball gone directly into a centre forward? And um, Adebayega has been doing that, um, and Tyler Allen sending the ball directly into Josh Gordon, directly into Jamil Matt. That's um, a big. Sorry, Simon, but I say I think that's a big plus of the current back three. The quality of the ball they play back, they play out of defence, I think, has improved significantly. Taylor Allen's naturally left-footed, so you've got that balance on the left-hand side. Mm -hmm. He plays the ball forward well. I think a Cagbu, since he's gone into the centre, I would I would argue that he's been as good as Priestley in the middle. I think he's yeah. been outstanding in the middle of the three, and Adeboyega looks like he's going to be a real top player. So yeah. and and, and yet yeah, absolutely one hundred percent the quality of the ball that they play back out uh, they play out from the back um, they can all play a bit and it, and, it, and it really shows and I think that's helped Jamil Matt as well I think yeah. that they're actually playing decent quality balls up to Jamil Matt not just lumping something in a general area well they're playing it into his feet rather than playing it into his head yeah but uh, it's but as Matt Sadler said on Thursday it's varying it is the uh, is the key. Um, not being too predictable. Um, the guy that the guy that sits next to me, Keith, is always moaning that when we get a goal kick, everybody's all clumping over one side, and we've got Liam Gordon who's lightning. 
if we just knock the ball over to the left-hand side, he's got the half of the pitch to uh, to run at. So um, I think a bit of variation in that wouldn't help, wouldn't wouldn't harm us. I mean, um, but uh, we'll see, we'll see. But we can't complain too much at the minute, can we? Right then. Um, final thoughts, um, Seb. Well, let's keep it going, eh? Um, eleven games, eleven cup finals left. Um, let's we'll see how many points we can get. Uh, well, good momentum, and I can't see um, anyone stopping us at the moment if we're playing like we do. Um, but yeah, we've got the right balance. I think that's the key uh, at the moment throughout the team. The midfield's completely balanced. We've got Comley, Evan Hutchinson, back three. Um, can we just talk about Taylor Allen's deliveries? Though outstanding. How good are yeah. we off, off um, set pieces as well? Now I've been saying it for years. Um, why aren't we good at the corners? And I think you know. Um, Watson, the goalkeeping coach, has got to take a lot of credit. I think he does a lot beyond the scenes um, in terms of corners and stuff. So, yeah, yeah we look dangerous every time genius, off that. Isn't but, they, for the keeper? Yeah. Brilliant. Phil, final yeah, word? Yeah. No, go on, Seb, sorry. Uh, yeah, no, just, just very clear. Yeah, keep it going. Yeah, just on Isaac's on, point then. there, yeah, again, talking about the quality of the ball coming out from the back. That's a great point. It's not just from the back three, it's from Jackson Smith as well. We go back to the first goal yesterday. Um, there was a the ball was played back to Jackson Smith and there was a Doncaster player pressing him. Um and he switched it back onto his left foot, put the put the attacker on his arse and pinged a beautiful ball out to Liam Gordon, which set the attack going. Little little things like that make it make a massive difference. Um my overall thoughts are as Seb said, let's keep it going. And the biggest thing for me is, as I said earlier on, I'm just I'm just enjoying going to watch Warsaw again. And long may that continue. That's it, Lee. Um, I like to revise my uh, 75 point prediction. I think I've got that wrong. I think it's going to be 87. 87. <laughs> yeah. I'd be happy with that. Um, we, we did miss you on this. Next six games. Oh, you said 18 points, didn't you? Yeah, why not? We've got nobody to fear. Who's to fear in that list of six games? I think MK Dons are a bit tough. Um, but uh, I think you're quite right. We've uh, we've got every chance every chance of uh, Look, taking... Simon, so, so, Simon on, a, on a serious note, we've got 11 games left, right? We could quite easily win all them 11 games or we could lose quite a few of them, right? But I think... The way we are at the moment as a club, we'll go into every game and we'll just have a go. If we lose, we lose. But if we're going to lose, somebody's going to be have to be really, really good because I think even if we're losing 2 0, this team will not give up. You, we've seen it in the last couple of months now. We could be down and you think we're out. We're not. The, these these players want it and they, they're fighting for each other and they will go all the way. And I think some of you does turn up in these 11 games to beat us are going to have to have a really, really good game to beat us. Because I don't think there's any fear in any of the, any of the players. They'll, they'll, they're just going out, enjoying what they're doing, playing well, playing hard. And I think Sadler, Waddock, Watson and Boyfield tactically have been absolutely outstanding the last seven or eight games. Even the games that we have lost tactically, they've been near enough spot on. And I think, like I said, the, the remaining 11 games, no fear at all, mate. Go in out and have, let's have a go and see what happens. And if we do end up on 87 points, all the better. <laughs> if we don't, we don't. But 
well, let's I go and try. If we finish these six games with uh, 10 points, that will be sort of solidifying our our playoffs. If we get sort of 12, 13 points, we're going to be knocking on the door for top three, I think, aren't we? Yeah. I, I, um, you know, honestly, Simon, if we get to the last four games and we're on about 63, 64 points, we're well in it. Because yeah. I think you'll have a look. Most seasons, sort of 74, 75 points gets you in and around that top seven. So if we can get to the last four games of the season and we're like sort of eight or nine points off that 75-point total, then it's all it's in our hands, isn't it? Because then the last four games, you can just go for it and, and go and enjoy it. As we've said, the, uh, the remaining games we've got, the majority of them are in bottom half teams. Well, there's, there's no pressure. You're fighting for a different reason, isn't it? There's, there's no pressure on us because if we do not make the playoffs and we just finish outside, everybody will say we've had a ter- terrific season. I mean, I think we're, we're, well, we're, we're one point off our best total since we've been in League Two because I think the most we've had since we've been down in League Two has been, has it been 55 points? Yeah. Or 56? 55, yeah. So we've got 11 games to beat our. Our, our best total while we've been in League Two. So let's just go and have a go and see where it ends. And it'll end up Wimbledon on a promotion party. I'm liking the sound of that. Um, that's good sum up there, Lee. Thank you. Um, thanks very much. Um, been brilliant having you on, Seb. Good to join the team. Um, so, Waterfan TV, the joy and the pain. We're finding an, some joy. We just need to keep it going, don't we? Right then. Thanks for watching, everybody. Um, that's on uh, YouTube and on uh, the uh, podcast as well. I'm champion. Cheers. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.